Welcome to our show, Vegans in the Raw, hosted by Amy from VegEasy.com and myself, Dennis, the Delight Man. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with our show. Welcome to our podcast, episode three. We are Vegans in the Raw, hosted by myself, Dennis, and my wonderful co-host, Amy. So, Amy, we got episode two out of the way, and now we're on to episode three. And I tell you what, I am just excited about this, and I've been having a lot of fun, and I know you've been having a lot of fun as well. Yeah, this has been so exciting. I'm really, um, this adventure has been so far so good. Oh, it's been incredible, actually. I mean, we've been on a learning curve, but... Yeah, we've had some speed bumps, but it's been, it's been <laughs> fun. I know. So <laughs> Quite a evil, few speed bumps. <laughs> so did Evil can Evil. That's... Yeah, well, I don't know his story, but... <laughs> the last one was like him trying to jump the Grand Canyon. Oh, I, did that work out very well? <laughs> no. No, it didn't. <laughs> well, at least he tried. <laughs> he did. But he had a parachute. We just free fell. <clears throat> anyway, today, you know, we kind of chose, you know, just a topic that we wanted to just touch on a bit because, you know, it's the season. Um, Beganics Gardening. Well, you know, both you and I have a garden and, you know, we already do a lot of it. You know, veganics gardening is a way in which you use other means to help, you know, grow your soil and have a completely organic garden without the use of any animal products like manure. You have a composting bin. I have a composting bin. A green compost is what we have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that that does add a lot of nutrients back into the soil. Definitely, for sure. I think that a lot of times um, people do gardening and they forget about the that whole philosophy of composting things and adding nutrients and minerals and adding stuff back to the soil. I think that's really one of the most important things when you're creating a garden is to make sure that the, the dirt and the soil have the nutrients and all the minerals that they need. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, and then one of the things, too, I mean, a lot of people don't really realize, recognize that when they're using, like, animal byproducts for the manure, I mean, that does have disease in it. And yeah. that disease can grow and can be transmitted up into, you know, your vegetable or whatever you're growing. And also, I mean, you never know what they fed those animals to begin with. So if, say, you have a garden and you're growing things in there that, and you're gluten-free or something, and you're growing stuff in there, and I, I don't know exactly how that would work out, but it could possibly cause problems for the person growing their fruits and vegetables and soil that has... Sure, or, just, just for the disease aspect of it, and just yeah. for the fact that you don't know what's been added into it, and, you know, and, and besides that. Yeah, it's pretty nasty <laughs> when you think about it. I think the closest I've gone to that is worm composting, which is really quite interesting. And I know you have worms also, Yes, right? I do. I have one bin mm. that's open at the bottom, so that way I don't feel like I have them trapped. You know, so if they decide to want to leave their luxurious uh, apartment where they're being fed and, and well taken care of, they can, you know, burrow out at any given time. But I also yeah. do have one, too, that is uh, enclosed. You know, the only thing you have to remember, you know, I know you had a question. You know, your question was, you know, is composting with worms vegan? And so I decided that's a really good question. So I did a little bit of research and I found out, you know, technically it is not because you are kind of holding something 
hostage, but really it's not because as long as you're not mulching up your compost and you're mulching up your worms with it, you know, it really is vegan. Yeah, and I never do that. I don't know about you, but I just kind of roll it into my soil with the tilling and everything. Um, and I think that works out pretty well, but the worms, I mean, gosh, if they escape, they have a really great yard to live in, you know? Sure. Well, and that's the thing about vegan, veganics gardening too, you know, during the winter months or after your gardening season is over, you know, you take hay and you put that over top of your gardening and that decomposes over, you know, the, the cycle, you know, until the next gardening season. And that yeah. really, really draws, you know, the worms and night crawlers to your garden. It definitely does. I have a ton of trees in the back and front yard and they throw leaves down. And I think that's the reason why I don't buy hay. I know you had asked me about that. And I'm like, well, why don't I? Well, I have like a natural process that's happening in my yard already. I don't need to add any more to it. And I think... Uh, you do. I am so jealous because you have an orange, a blood orange tree. Yes. And you have a lemon tree and you have a lime tree and you just just planted what else did you just plant it's called a buddha's hand and it's the po it's a really neat fruit it's a yellow fruit that branches out in different directions and it looks like a hand <laughs> I, I, am, I am so jealous I, i'm coming down i'm coming down when everything is in full bloom and you have oranges and lemons and whatever else that you have in your backyard i'm coming down to get a handful everything is in bloom right now so hopefully i mean i think i'm even going to have something coming out of the buddha's hand because there's blooms on it already really and, yeah I don't know if I'm supposed to, the first year, cut those. I don't know. I haven't read up on it at all. I just saw it, and I was like, oh, you know, we sell those at co-op, but I, know I didn't know that we could grow them here. Yeah, it's really a neat fruit, and it's going to be a lot of fun to add that extra tree back there, and I'll probably get something else, too, to put back there. And they had these avocado trees that are grafted because you need like a male and a female to uh -huh. or maybe you just need two avocado trees together i'm not sure exactly how that works maybe. so they can cross pollinate each other so that you can actually have an avocado tree that produces and i didn't know they had those i thought i was going to have to plant two trees but now that i know that they have them i'm probably going to either plant one in the front or backyard i'm not sure yet you know, I am really super jealous. <laughs> I, have to be, I have to be honest with you. To have the availability to walk out into your backyard and get these items that I so desperately enjoy. And they, yeah. you know, and where I have to go to the store and when they're out of season, of course, I have to pay an extremely amount of money for them. Exactly. You know, it's really until nice. I Cali, until I move to Cali. <laughs> Um, yeah. I tell you what, send me a care package. <laughs> oh my gosh, I use all of it up. It's crazy. Like you think that I would share it. And when I first moved here, I was Selfish. not vegan. Selfish yeah, <laughs> I was not vegan when I, <laughs> okay, fine. I'll send you a care package with <laughs> <laughs> <was> my arm. <laughs> well, I know you were talking about, you know, the natural process back there with all the leaves coming from the trees. Really yeah, and I think that's really cool. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to this next year with the new yield that will come through and I can't wait to get started in the garden that's oh. gonna be a ton of fun and I'm gonna make sure that I go through these whole <laughs> did you wait. just get bored with me 
like dreaming about having a fresh garden tomato. I know, again. I know. Isn't it nice to do that and to make it? it? It's really neat. I'm so looking forward to it, and I think that I'm gonna like go through these veganic um, gardening procedures, and I'm gonna do everything that they talk about and make sure that everything is um, done in the way in which they do it, so I can make sure my soil's nice and yeah, just check your, um, your soil pH. Yeah. So, and I have my garden place out here does that that you can bring in your soil and they'll tell you if it's good or not oh, yeah, they <laughs> i'm like hoping have... they're gonna be like your soil is the best soil we've ever seen <laughs> the whole wide wide and world. i'm gonna be like yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> i know you you would <laughs> no i'd be modest i'd be like really oh i don't do anything there's a lot of interesting things i mean you know as far as for organics gardening i mean you know there's a lot mm. of things and when i was studying this and i learned that actually is I'm super interesting and like I said yeah. we will have you know links posted to our blogs and all of this will be listed so that way you know you'll have all the same information that we have found out um anyway definitely so I think that like I was gonna just kind of add this there is a company that does make food that is veganic and it's grown veganic and they use veganic farmers for all their food and so they sell like gluten-free so they have cereal hot cereal granola flowers oh, okay i know what you're talking about now okay. bread and seeds which is pretty cool i mean they have all kinds of different flowers on this website brown rice flour whole wheat felt rye just different kinds of things and they're all grown in this process that we're talking about today and I know for me doing research on this and for anybody out there that's like wanting to look into this and buy or promote the veganic gardening I think that the best thing to do is just to buy veganic like look and find if there's farmers in your area that sell produce that are veganic you know talk to the farmers and find out um, what you can well, it's really important yeah. because, uh, you know, even though a product in your store is listed as being organic, that doesn't always imply that, you know, that the fertilizer that was used was uh, not manure. Yeah. You know, so there are a lot, of, you know, and it's your local co-op. I mean, they can tell you all of these things. Definitely. And they have that. They have, a, you know, because they have a connection with the farmers. So. And I think also, like, even going into your store and saying, hey, do you guys have veganic food? And if they say no, then say, well, I'm interested in buying produce that's veganic can you guys look into that and let me know and you know there's this website called goveganic.net and they actually have leaflets that you can download on your computer and print them out and you can actually bring them to these stores and say this is what it's all about oh interesting please put that on the website yeah i think it's a really neat flyer it talks about are your vegetables veganic and it tells about what it is and i think it's it's really important to know this stuff, especially when you're vegan, to know, hey, this is beyond organic. You know, it's, yeah, it's way beyond organic. It's like craziness, if, you know? If you can up your game a little bit and you can come out with a better product, yes. Anyway, the whole idea of organic gardening, um, when you mentioned it to me, I really didn't even know anything about it. So I kind of dove into it and I found it to be extremely, I mean, very, very interesting. Yeah. I knew that you could add flowers into your garden, you know, to help prevent bugs or, you know, different, you know, critters that come in and decide to, you know, prop, prop, prop on your tomatoes or whatever else. Mm -hmm. um, but did you know by adding a border of marigolds around, it, it'll actually deter certain insects? Yeah, I do that around my tomatoes all the time. I'll throw yeah, those there around go. there. I just buy them together. And there's different kinds of marigolds you can get that have different colors in them. 
so they're not all the same so it's like fun to play around with that they're so pretty they are they're really pretty and i love color (laughs) in my garden it's it's really nice and i'm really excited my blackberry bush is blooming and Ah, everything's so great i remember your blackberries from last year there's bees everywhere all over my yard yeah it made a ton of blackberries last year and and they were big yeah (laughs) and i didn't really water them that well that year and and we were in a drought like a really bad drought california in a drought (laughs) yeah this year it rained so much (laughs) so we'll have to see what happens It, it rained a lot there this year. It's been really hot lately, too. So. Yeah. yeah, it is here in the Midwest. Uh, we were here, what, Sunday, I think. We were 88 degrees. And it's been, it's been you know, I, I hope it goes back down into the 70s. But I can't complain because say goodbye to snow, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, that kind of just hits. You know, we just wanted to, you know, just kind of hit a little bit on the topic of uh, beginning scarring. Yeah, so, and I hope in the future that we can get somebody on here to talk to about this. I think that would be really nice. Um, to to get someone like a pro somebody that does it all the time a farmer maybe or somebody that has studied it and knows a lot about it or somebody just a home gardener that does it it would be really cool to see what they have to say about it i think my so after after i do it this year to my garden you can interview me exactly and the thing was is i tried to i went to a veganic farm this weekend we were talking about that and um i thought it was a veganic farm Uh, it was also an animal rescue they had decided to not do veganic farming anymore i think it was just too much with all the animals and everything so i didn't really get the story on that it's a museum is what they call it in its place so what used to be the veganic farm is now this museum that talks about factory farming how the animals are treated you get to go inside this like barbed wire area which is oh, like a battery cage yeah, I seen that where you took a picture from inside there. This is what it looks like for being inside there. Yeah, and that How even did that feel? it was creepy because can you imagine being in there for two to three years with five other people in this tight area that's smaller than an elevator? That's I called mean, jail. It's worse than jail because jail you get at least semi clean situation and and you don't get treated that horribly i don't think (laughs) and they get showers and they get you know meal three meals a day and they're not no yeah those pictures i mean yeah when you when you showed me the uh snapchat and the pictures they were and then they oh. also had one for um, where they put the pigs, their maternity areas. So they have. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and so what they did is they have one for humans too. So you could go inside there. And it. I went in and I was like, don't shut it. It's really, really <laughs> scary. Like, I did not want to shut it at all. Like, I did not. And I, it's not that you're going to get no. stuck there or anything. It's just the feeling of like being in yeah, something in the, in the bars being so close to your face and touching you it's it's really an interesting yeah, thing barbaric. so even though the garden was not there i got to experience the uh well you got you got to see the rescue animals yes and they were so fun i loved them they were so cute and it's about an hour drive from my house so it was really fun to take a quick trip there and it's sure. so beautiful and peaceful out there and quiet yeah and these you animals me, uh, are so lucky to live in this big huge it's like a 600 acre wow. a nice place and they had you know you walk in and there's sheep to the left you know gra- grazing in the grass and there's cows and they're just lazily hanging out <laughs> i 
it's just so different. And it's I, like us on the weekend is just laying there grazing. Yeah, and it's so different. And you see the bunnies and like their habitat. It's great to read the stories about the animals. One of the sure. uh, stories was about a girl. She was in 4-H and she had this goat and she was supposed to raise it. And a lot of kids that are in 4-H, they take out loans to get these animals to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then they raise them and then they have to, in order to pay the loan back, they have to kill them and slaughter them to make money. So- Yeah, that's not very good. She couldn't do it. Yeah. So she brought this sheep to the rescue, um, the rescue. Yeah, and once they got there and they talked about it, they both, the mom and the daughter, both vegetarian now. So just that one experience with 4-H changed that girl's life and being able to save that sheep is just an amazing oh, awesome. story it's it's that's so awesome. yeah so there's a lot of stories that are like that that are really like wow you know people do care about animals and they do want the best for them so do we have some news for the folks today yes we do and it's something that we forgot last time when uh -oh. we were talking we talked we were gonna talk about vegan yeah. guinness guinness isn't 100% vegan yet, but most of their beers are. Um, and by the end of this year, they're saying that they are going to have their whole line of beers vegan. That's awesome. So that's like a huge win. Well, when you were telling me that, you know, um, Guinness is going to eliminate fish guts, uh, you know, from, from their production. You know, they, I assume they drained it through there. It's a filtering okay, system. All right. Yeah, that's kind of nasty even to think about. I had a little something to bring to the news too. There is a new nonprofit organization, um, and they're called the Better Eating International. What they do are doing is they're planning on popularizing vegan the vegan movement and grow the number of vegans worldwide through highly targeted animated videos that will be shown to millions of people. I saw them today Did on you really? Twitter. Did you? Yes, I saw them on Twitter today, and I, I like watched they have a GoFundMe campaign or something like I, that. I think going that's really right awesome now. that you know that you know a, a nonprofit organization is actually going to do this, you know, and, and they will make a big difference in the world. Yeah, I I hope so. Uh, when I was watching it, I was thinking, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> this is just a dream, you know. It's like, is this really gonna, you know, have the you ever like hour drive through something? Yeah, yeah, that's a dream for sure. <laughs> Are you are you willing to open up a drive-thru for me <laughs> here in California so I can uh, get my vegan food every night at midnight? <laughs> I think you already have vegan places there where you live that you can go at midnight and eat. Yeah, I can't say I can't. But there's vegan food there. Sure, so yes, sure. I can. Ah, talking about there's two that I can think of right now. <laughs> two that you can think of right now? BJ's? Mm -hmm, that's it. Um, Yeah, BJ's. Casbah. Casbah's vegan. Oh, that sounds mm -hmm. cool. Uh, you know, speaking about food, you know, last time on our last episode, I talked about how, you know, here where I live in South Dakota, you know, it was really hard to find vegan meals. And so the other day, uh, some friends of mine and myself, I decided, well, you know, I'm going to pull up these menus to a lot of these places and just see exactly what there is for me to eat there. And I ended up pulling up chilies, which happened to have black bean burgers. So I'm like, ah, okay, well, let's just go try that. I'll go try that there. So we went out there, and as I was looking through the menu, they had a black bean fajitas. And I was like, oh my god. Um, it, 
I'm like, I'm in heaven. I found a place in South Dakota that has some vegan real food. And I ordered it, and uh, we'll put up a picture of that. I'll send you a picture. And it was yeah. absolutely amazing. I mean, it was so delicious. I'm like, I got a new best place to go. I know. You sent me some Snapchats I did. On I that. had no choice. And I'm like, I can't look at it. I can't zoom in. It's in Snapchat. <laughs> and so I watched it a second time, and then uh, it was gone. I'll send, I'll send, I'll send you some pictures <laughs> of it. I mean, because I, I had to take yes. pictures because I was, I was like in awe. I'm like, I seen it on the menu, and I'm like, for real? I mean, Wow. I mean, I couldn't even go to Olive Garden. I mean, I yeah. get breadsticks and they may not even be vegan. And I get a, I get a salad. I don't, well, they are if you have them take, tell them you don't want the butter on it and the salad is not vegan. The salad, no, because they automatically put cheese in it. No, it's not that. They're even their dressing on the salad is bad. Really? But I do have a recipe for Olive Garden salad if you like it. Really good. I, just, I was yeah. just looking for a place to go out and eat <laughs> where I could actually have I'm a sorry. Meal. You make that food at home, young man. <laughs> I was feeling very lazy that day. But I'm glad I did it because I mean now I mean I know where I can go. I mean and I was not disappointed and you know, and I did a tweet about it and Chili's tweeted me back about it and, uh so I'm pretty impressed. They did. Oh, they did? It was. I had to give him props, and I, and I am giving him props. So this is a <laughs> shout out, Chili's. I just want to say thank you very much. I mean, you made my night. End his day, apparently, because you tweeted I, him I'm back. S- <laughs> it's still making me. I'm still smiling from one side to the other side that there's actually a place here that I can actually go eat and have something really nice for cuisine. You know, I'm sure that you could find something else out there too. If you search through Yelp and put vegan in your search. It sometimes will show things See, what up is there. that? What is that? Yeah. What is that app they have? Uh, Happy Cow? Yelp. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't use that. I, I downloaded Happy Cow, right? I downloaded <laughs> Happy Cow, and I put my area where I'm at, and it came up with nothing. <laughs> it was like yeah, zero. Yeah, I know. Here, too. It's not a very good one for this yeah, area, either. So that's why I use Yelp, because a lot of people write vegan. and oh, in the, in the Yeah, they'll say, like, oh, I had a vegan burger here. So when it does a search, you can just, it pops oh, up. Oh, that's good so. information. I didn't it's realize really, that about Yelp. I yeah, just thought that's yeah. what we went and complained about a place. No, you can actually find out things about yeah, a place, too. <laughs> and it's good, because vegan food can be iffy. And so you never know if it's a good place or not. I know, when I see and vegan I think black that, bean burgers, I'm like... <laughs> This is risky. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I think it's um. Do you guys have the Cheesecake Factory Negative. out there? Okay, they make a burger there that falls apart all the time, but it's good, <laughs> and it's a vegan burger. And every time I eat, I get it there, it crumbles. But I'm just like the happiest person alive because it has this great flavor. It's, it's like Morningstar <laughs> burgers, where they just crumble and what? fall apart. Oh, I don't Neither eat do those. I, I don't. I had them a long time ago. I thought they were. I thought they were just vegetarian, so that's why I don't eat them anymore. But I've had them. I just don't like them. They're just all part. Now the gardenia ones are really good. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like the Hillary. Uh, Hillary. Well, yeah, Hillary's Hillary's eat well is great for being healthy. And if you want to be naughty, Hildreth <laughs> makes a really good. <laughs> if you want to be naughty. Well, I mean, it's not like whole food or anything. I I guess. I would say Hillary's is made of a ton of whole foods that you can like, you know, pick out of the ground and just blend up and make the burger with. And, you know, field roast is, you know, you process the flour. So it's more processed, I guess. It's whole foods, I guess. I know you told me about that brand. It's not super I, I processed. Just, I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't picked it up because I really like the Gardenia uh, burgers. They, they have mm-hmm. a smoky flavor taste to them. I mean, they, they literally taste like they just came off the barbecue. 
Yeah, I mean they're so good. Uh, you know, that's yeah. perfect. That's what I'm making tonight for supper. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the field roast ones are, and I'm really surprised. And they even have cheese called Chow Cheese, and it's very Chow good cheese. too. So you gotta check it I, out. I yeah, the, the cheese is amazing. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, no, I've seen the field roast uh, burgers at the store. I'll have to get those to try one of these times. Yeah, they're pretty good. And then grab yourself a pack of that Chow Cheese. Chow Cheese. The tomato cayenne is really good. That comes in a yeah. block, right? No, it comes in slices. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Like, remember knows. American right. cheese? Yeah. American cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like mm. that. It's like, you know, thick, like the Telemuk slices. <laughs> if you guys, do you have Telemuk out we there? Do. Is it Telemuk? Is yeah, that what you I'm say? not really sure on the pronunciation, but I think they're pretty close. Um, you know, I actually haven't experimented around with all the other cheeses yet. You know, I, I basically just, you know, the Maya cheese. Yeah. Maya cheese, however you want to pronounce mm. it. Maya. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, man. All right. So anyway, I think that pretty much wraps. Oh, I was just going to say that Field Roast has a huge line of great like substitutes, you know, for. And we've talked about Field Roast before about their frankfurters yeah. and their um, sausages. But they also have other things. And the burgers are just super I'm good. I like them. Try. I really am. Um, anyway, so, you know, to kind of wrap this up, you know, it's been really fun talking to you folks about all this stuff. Um, we will, like I said, once again, have all this linked and it'll be on our website. And please visit our website. Our next show, the upcoming yeah. topic that we're going to touch upon is called Microbiome. And that's good gut health. Yeah. And that, there is right now, um, probably when this is aired, the Microbiome Summit that's going on right now. Right, yes. You know which yes. one I'm talking about? So that's, that started today. So I'm going to post the link on our blog today, and then I'll tweet it out, and hopefully people will be able to join in on that well, when we're and talking. the nice part about it is, um, you know, we've told our listeners that I am currently enrolled in IIN for health and nutrition coaching. That is the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Yes, it is. And currently, that's what our <laughs> weekly study is for this week. Is yeah. it now? Uh, See, this is perfect for you. How amazing is that? I'll have to go over that since I have access yeah, to it yeah. still. Yeah, do it. Yeah. No, <laughs> so I mean, I thought that was kind of, you know, I, I popped it open last night. And I'm like, well, I'll be darned because we'd already discussed that we were going to have this topic on our, our next show. This is why I think it's like going to be a really good idea to kind of like find out what your upcoming ones are about and we can align them together. I know we do have some shows that we definitely want to have. It would be really cool to kind of like link them in with your studies. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah whenever possible. So it's like fresh in your head and it'll give me a refresh because there's so much information. Oh, it's crazy. There is. I mean, it's... Information overload. <laughs> <laughs> It's like sharing um, a little mini, like, blip of everything. I feel like that's what we're doing right now is just this is a tiny part of a huge it picture. It is. Um, you and... know, I kind of also, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Amy. Um, uh, for our listeners, yeah. I mean, if you would like to have us do a podcast and be more in-depth about what we're talking about, leave us a message or a comment on our website. Yeah, Dennis likes to go I in do, I do, I do, I do. I think it's important. I mean... He gets all nerdy uh, and stuff and makes <laughs> We want to thank you for turning into our podcast today. Please go ahead and subscribe to hear upcoming podcasts, which will be released every Friday. Be sure to go ahead and check out our website, veganisintheraw.com. And while you're there, sign up to receive our newsletter and become a part of our Insiders Club. Thank you again for listening and have a very wonderful week.